0: Did you know that one-third of the world's food ends up in a landfill? In other words, 1.3 billion tons of food is wasted every year, also leading to a significant amount of greenhouse gas emissions. One social entrepreneur, however, is determined to tackle the issue of food waste and reduce that environmental impact by tapping into the conscious consumer's love for a good deal. Welcome to In the Business of Change, where we speak with social entrepreneurs impacting their communities and the world. I'm your host, Elisa Birnbaum, publisher and editor-in-chief of Change Magazine. As an added note, I'm excited to announce that I recently published my first book, also titled In the Business of Change, profiling social entrepreneurs around the world and their lessons learned. Check it out at your local bookstore, at Amazon, or on our website, On today's episode, we speak with Josh Dominguez, founder and CEO of Flash Food, a company putting a dent into food waste through two innovations an app that allows grocery stores to sell high-quality, surplus food approaching their best before date at steep discounts, and the flash food box made up of ugly produce, nearly 25 million pounds of which are thrown out every year by grocers who refuse to put them on their shelves, but can happily feed a savvy consumer. In our conversation, Dominguez shares how flash food has already diverted over 15,000 meals from the landfill, with the help of a growing community of savvy and conscious shoppers determined to use their buying power for good.
1: So my my sister was a chef and she was at a catering event and she gave me a call after and she told me that she had just thrown out $4,000 worth of food and initially, I was just kind of laughing, like my younger sister, like, Paula, why would you do that? You idiot. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> she's like, no, this sucks. Like, this is a horrible feeling. I'm walking home past homeless people. Like, I just have to shovel perfectly good food in the garbage. Yeah. And so for the, the next few days, her and I started talking about creating a secondary market for chefs to order from farmers. And I stumbled across a National Geographic's article in March 2016. And when food gets thrown out, most times it ends up in a landfill. It gets covered by the garbage, and when it rots, it doesn't have any oxygen, and that produces methane gas. So the statistic is if international food waste were a country, it'd be the third leading cause of greenhouse gas emission behind the U.S. and China. Hmm. And that just floored me. Um, and so naturally, I lived on top of a grocery store in downtown Toronto, and I thought, well, like i got to find out. What's happening at grocery stores because I mean, they stock their stores with so much food, they must be throwing stuff out. And what I learned was the average grocery store in Canada or North America is throwing out anywhere from like four to sometimes $7,000 worth of food a day. Wow. And the bigger stat there is they're throwing this food out anywhere from three days to sometimes months before the best before date. So one of the stores that I went to was the the Metro of Liberty Village and they throw out boneless, skinless chicken breasts three days before the best before date. And that was when I like I went back to my condo and I was like, okay, this is nuts. Like if there was a way for these grocers to just let me know about this food before they threw it out and I could see a deal on the food for like thirty or fifty percent off through my phone, pay through my phone and pick it up at the store the same day. I'd shop like that all the time. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's initially how, how Flash Food was born. When
2: did this all start up? What was the year? So
1: 2016, we started with the idea phase in like April of 2016. And then we got into our first store in Farm Boy in London, Ontario in 2016 in November uh, for a one-week pilot. And then we rolled out a partnership in January in Farmboy, and in 2017. And so now we're in all three of their London stores and we also had a pilot with Longos in Toronto for eight months, and um, Bilo in Vancouver for I think two months it lasted. Okay. So we've been we've been in in markets downtown Toronto, kind of like more rural with London Ontario and, and downtown Vancouver.
2: Okay. And so, uh, how did those pilots work? So what did you what did people do? How did that
1: yeah, so people would download the Flash Fruit app and then we would send them notifications on a daily basis with deals that were available from the store. So it was product at the store that still had two or three days of shelf life that was marked down anywhere from 35 to sometimes 70%. And people could see the deal through their phone, pay through their phone, and pick the food up anytime they wanted that day in the store.
2: Okay, okay. Um, and so, where is that app still in use now? Because I know you you uh, you're moving on to a different sort of initiative as part of the the business. Is that that first uh, trial did that work? Are you, are you in more stores now, or are you are you focusing on the box now? And we'll get to the yeah. box in a second.
1: Yeah, good question. So the app is still live in London, Ontario. Uh, we have ended our part our pilots with Longos and with uh, Bilo and we're speaking with. Uh, pretty significant grocery chains across Canada and now into the U S Okay. so the app offering is still around. It's going to come, it's going to be in every city in, in North America, hopefully at some point, but selling into grocery retail is a challenge and it takes some time. So yeah. we're just going through the process and that's kind of what segued us to the flash food box.
2: Okay. So tell us about the flash food box, which sounds actually really interesting as well. How, how does that work? And when did that start up?
1: Yeah. So this started two months ago now. Um, we were getting frustrated by, so in the grocery segment, we were selling what we've sold over 50% of all the food that's been made available through our platform that would have otherwise been thrown out. Right. Uh, at the time, we had diverted about 13,000 meals that would have ended up in a landfill into people's bellies, which is the equivalent greenhouse gas emission savings of driving about 15,000 kilometers in a car. Hmm. And we had new customers that were coming into the store that were spending more money while they were in the store. So everything worked for this to work in grocery. And we were still getting very frustrated because we couldn't scale and grocers just are not open to new things, Mm -hmm. Uh, particularly in Canada because it's an oligopolistic industry. So there's not many players. So what happened was one of our partners is a, a greenhouse grower. And he's like, listen, like I've got tons of product that's, completely fresh but it just looks a little bit different so think about like a misshaped tomato or like a cucumber with a little bit of a bigger curve on it mm-hmm. if it's not aesthetically perfect then the grocers won't even accept them so what we've done is we've gone to our farmers and our greenhouse growers and said hey listen whatever you have that grocers won't accept that's equally as fresh but just a little bit funny looking that nobody's willing to buy we'll take that off you put it into a box and ship it directly to consumers and that's where the flash food box came from. So for twenty six fifty, we're shipping a box of it's. It, we say ten pounds, but it comes out closer to twelve pounds of produce, and uh, we ship it directly to your door. So every Thursday, we're sending out a couple hundred flash food boxes now between Toronto and London, Ontario. And in the box, you have um, potatoes, peppers, cucumbers. Um, Tomatoes, sweet potatoes, bell peppers, mushrooms, pointed peppers, and carrots. Like it, it's all wow. across, we're sourcing from all over the place, um, all over Ontario, mainly locally. And then right now we're actually working on partnerships for. So, what happens in, I mean, in Canada, it's pretty cold yes. all in winter, so you're not able to grow fresh fruit. And we're actually dealing with the distributors now that are sourcing food from internationally and we're going to very soon have a whole bunch of fruit in the flash food box as well so this is all like perfectly good probably more fresh than you would get at a grocery store because it's going directly from the farmer into our box to your house so it bypasses the the grocery store distribution chain altogether Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit weird shaped like that's really it
2: that sounds good to me. Um, that's an awesome idea. And so what has been the response so far to that? It's, it's very new. You said it's just two months in at this point. Is that what you said? Two months? Three months? Yeah,
1: in? two months. Yeah. yeah.
2: So what uh, are you feeling about it? What What really kind good. of response?
1: Really good. Like, be, Our consumers are loving it. We've got a lot of people that are like taking pictures of the box, tagging <laughs> us on Instagram. We're doing like quite a few like giveaways and promotional events. But most importantly, like, We've now diverted, I think it's 25,000 pounds in like two months through the the flash free box that would have ended up in a landfill, which is the equivalent of driving like 30,000 kilometers in a car. Like it's a substantial amount of food that we're diverting away from landfill. And then we're giving people the ability to eat healthy, fresh food for as cheap or cheaper than walking to the grocery store and it's delivered right to your door.
2: I think that's awesome, and I think it's also crazy that those that would have ended up in the landfill. If it's perfectly good produce, but that's just what happens. Grocery stores don't like it if it doesn't look nice. Is that correct? It's just they they won't even accept it.
1: Yeah, they won't even accept it. And like you'll be shocked. Like um, maybe we'll send you a box, but you'd be shocked at, at what you'd see because like the stuff like it's just. Yesterday we we met with a uh, provider of oranges, and he showed us like what they're called number twos. Those are like the uglier pro- product, and like they look great. Like they, it's insane the standards that we have now in, in Canadian, in North American grocery. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is, and and our consumers. So the response from customers has been incredible. Like we have a huge following now, and it's growing fast. The people that are subscribing on a weekly basis, or every two weeks, or once a month. We've given our customers the flexibility. Like. They can subscribe however many times they want. They can buy it one time. Um, it's up to them, mm-hmm. and we've, we've had a really good response from that.
2: That's amazing. So what is your, um, let's say, three-year plan, two-year plan? I know sometimes we like to think shorter term. It's hard to think more than that, but curious, what what, what do you hoping to accomplish in the next couple of years?
1: Yeah. Um, that's a good question. So we're, we're very close to announcing a pretty big partnership with the, uh, the grow, the flash food app in Canada, hopefully, okay. cool. and also in the U S. Um, so it's yeah. taken time to get here, but uh, I think that our business is going to change pretty quickly and pretty soon with the amount of scale that we're going to have, hopefully. And the vision in the next two to three years is to be able to just like my for me personally what drives me is just the reduction of food waste i think it's such a stupid problem that we're throwing out so much food while so many people are hungry yeah so i want to be able to create a marketplace where we can financially leverage the volume of food that we have to like and that's through sales to start to help some underprivileged communities that otherwise wouldn't have access to fresh food that's like kind of like my vision and where I hope that we get to as fast as we can from the business side of things uh, we're running both in parallel. So the grocery app hopefully will scale quickly uh, depending on the partnerships that we have here and in the U S and then in addition to that, we're going to start opening up to new cities for the flash food box. Um, And then also we're getting interest from some other food providers to have different styles of flash food boxes. So, very soon, we're going to be launching a flash food snack box across America, which is uh, it's going to be $20 or $25 for a box of 15 healthy organic snacks. Uh, think like cliff Bars, like that kind of style mm-hmm. of snack. Uh, a product that was in a distribution center that wasn't sold and still has like 30 to 40 days of shelf life. Wow. And so that will be like a weekly subscription box in the States. In Canada, we're dealing right now with uh, with meat providers so we're thinking of doing a flash food meat box where it's like chicken wings, chicken fingers, bacon, cold cuts with still uh, at least 40 days of shelf life in a box delivered to your door. Um, so
2: Very cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, like there's, there's just so much opportunity in the space. And where I see it going is we're just going to continue to build and grow the marketplace. So you can buy the box either online or through the app. And then hopefully we'll have a significant more amount of grocery stores relatively soon um, to help build the marketplace.
2: That's very exciting. <laughs> and so where are you? You said in the States. Are you uh, in very specific areas, um, in very specific
1: cities? Or, or So right now, yeah, right now um, for the Flash Food Box in, in America, we are in Detroit where we're running a pilot. And we have a partnership with Tyson Foods. Who's the biggest provider of protein across America, who's providing protein for the flash food box in Detroit. And then from a grocery perspective, we'll be in a different city, but we haven't uh, we haven't announced it yet and okay. I do until the end of July.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, and, and of course this is a question that always comes up and we sort of touched upon this. So, um, I do want to know about what are your greatest challenges? I mean, is it, are you facing, I know know at the grocery store, there's a very specific challenge you, you sort of touched upon. Um, so I'm going to ask you this very generally about the type of business that you're running. Um, what, what are your, is it competitors that are, that are creating some of the biggest challenges or how would you sort of define them at this point?
1: Biggest challenge is dealing with, uh, is getting into grocery and finding a, a partner that really care. Honestly, it's just finding a partner that cares about this problem because yeah. everything around our business works from a grocery perspective. Like it's just so obvious. And yeah, I met with, uh, I met with a senior person at a grocery chain the other day and I was just so open with her and like, almost like laughing. I'm like, listen, like, I don't know what else we can do. <laughs> like, driving in new customers into your store that are really appreciating your brand because you guys are making a a conscious decision not to throw out food and the economics work. like You're making more money with this. And also consumers are getting food at a a cheaper price for at least a portion of their offering. So that conversation went really well. And and I think it's just a matter of time and and persistence to break down those doors. Mm -hmm. And then I also think like once those doors are broken down, it's just going to be a waterfall effect because – it's a pretty like grocery is a it's a herd mentality, so once one starts doing it then they kind of follow on yeah but I guess the biggest the biggest challenge has been having a solution that's gonna environmentally and financially benefit a retailer and just not being able to move quicker with them yeah.
2: it's really tough um what about? you know, a success or an achievement that you're most proud of? I mean, having, you know, with those challenges in mind, you certainly have done a lot um, in the past couple of years. I mean, you you know, it's pretty impressive. So what are you most proud of?
1: I think the statistic that really can't be taken away from us is the amount of greenhouse gas reduction that we've provided, and we tie that to kilometers driven. So I think it's up around 35,000 kilometers driven of greenhouse gas emission production to me like it's that's like the most impactful thing and and so there's that and then in addition to that if you took our top customers in london ontario and they're a young couple with five kids three of them are adopted and if you annualize their savings based on what they've spent through the flash food app they'd have an additional four thousand dollars in their bank account at the end of the year and so that to me is also really impactful like seeing Seeing how much we're actually able to help people in terms of like providing them with good food and then helping them save money. And then on the other end, uh, being able to reduce like all the horrible chemical uh, or or environmental impact like that. It's just, it's awesome. Like it's really fun to be doing this and it's really impactful and um, it's really rewarding. And so for us, it's just a matter of time until we crack the nut and have a, a big scale.
2: Absolutely. And, and in terms of the app, how are you um, attracting people to it? How are you marketing? What is your sort of method to reach people to get them to download the app? Because it seems like a pretty uh, n- pretty much of a no-brainer for a lot of people, but I don't know how you're getting it out there.
1: Yeah. So when we have a store that we partner with, uh, it's very easy to target people who live within a few miles or kilometers of the store and, and, and then also get local media on board to talk about us being in a new city and it's so social media is uh social media marketing is the way that we get people on and we target people around the stores that we're going to partner with and then in addition to that it's just things like this where people are hearing our story uh going to our website seeing what we're doing and then either downloading the app and buying a box or just buying a box from flashfoodbox.ca mm. um and that's what's really driving the marketplace and the consumer side of the marketplace.
2: Um, Any other lessons learned that other people, other social entrepreneurs specifically or uh, in this field or generally, like what what are a couple of takeaways that you've so far from the couple of years or few years that you've been you've been at this?
1: Yeah, so I think the one thing that stands out the most for me is um, I've been doing it now for two, a little over two years. And the the impact that we're having. Uh, certainly far outweighs any of the risks that I've taken to this point personally and as a company. Yeah. So knowing that what we're doing is genuinely changing um, and statistically proving to change the outcome for some people, whether it's financial or environmental, um, far outweighs how I want to spend my time while I'm alive. Uh, than any other than any other type of work that I could be doing.
2: Uh, that's yeah. wonderful. Anything else that you wanted to say? And I did have one other question for you, which I think I'm going backwards on. I'm sorry about that. I'm sure. just curious that there's a lot of those um, fresh food boxes out there these days. How do you sort of distinguish yourself between those? and what you offer. And I know what you're going to say, but I'm just curious. Cause like, you know, someone would say, well, Hey, but I get my fresh food delivered by blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. um, yeah, yours obviously comes with a, a bigger message and mission attached to it, but I'll let you respond to it. What yeah.
1: Yeah. There's that. I mean, like there's the food waste angle, but then there's also the cost angle. Like yeah. we're, I mean, if you look at like a hello fresh or a chef's plate, you're getting prepackaged meals where you're not allowed to, or you're not able to cook what you want. Right. And it's costing you sixty dollars for for I think it's six meals or sixty five. And then I think Mama Organics or some of these other companies are around forty five to fifty dollars for less food. And then you go to the flash food box and it's like twenty six dollars. And if you subscribe it's only twenty four and it's a ton of produce that you can cook whatever you want with it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different experience and then <laughs> Also, you feel like a better person because you're not wasting food. <laughs> so, that helps. Yes, it. yes.
2: All right. That's good. That's good. Is there anything else that you wanted to say that I did not give you a chance to say?
1: Um, this is fun. Like, this is obviously, like, a lot of stress and, like, I don't sleep very often. <laughs> I'm but, sure. <laughs> but this is fun. Like, we're, we're coming to a really important time and we're seeing a lot of movement. We're seeing the box for the takeoff we're seeing CPG companies become really interested. We're seeing grocers really start to up to face and, and follow in what's happening in, behind Europe. And so I think we're going to, I think, I think the trend of food waste is, is a topical one. And I think that we're going to be right in front of that trend line as things start to heat up in the next year or so, or two years, however long it takes, but we're going to be around and we're going to make this work. So I'm excited to, to be able to do things like this and, and, fortunate that you're willing to talk to me and hear um, what we're doing
2: absolutely absolutely I, I'm, I'm really excited i know i know you guys are gonna to to do all that and more um i have faith and i think that uh, what you're already doing is phenomenal so um so congratulations on that and thank you i will be watching as you move forward um all the good things that you'll be doing in the next few years so uh thank you so so much for taking the time to speak with me i really really appreciate it
1: yeah for sure thanks for having me
0: thank you for listening to in the business of change be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear other conversations with inspired social entrepreneurs and change makers working on challenges in their communities and across the globe i'm your host elisa bierbaum